0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the
0: ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of the NBA Slate Starter. I'm Eric, alongside my buddy Renpack, and we're going to break down Wednesday's eight-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, F Danny Green again, hate that guy. Why is he doing this to me? So uh, DraftKings, we had the absolute nutties with uh, with this Heat Philly game, and it was fantastic. And I stacked it up every way that I could. Ran it back with Joel Embiid. Thought he was really the only other piece. Had a little bit of Tyre- uh a little bit of Maxi, but man. Danny Green, and Mike Scott, too. Why Why? Why do they hate me so much? What did I do that they wouldn't do this yesterday? But, uh, Rinpak, how you doing, buddy? How uh, How were the slates for you?
1: The slate's still going on, there's a pretty interesting game being played in between the Pacers and Warriors, where I have a fair share of Steph Curry and Draymond Green, and some Sabonis as well. But, man, that Heat-Sixer game was a thr- thrilling game. Um, it came down to a bunch of fouls at the end, a lot of foul trouble, with the uh, rosters full of eight or nine eight guys on both teams where we saw the guys play north of 40 minutes. Gabe Vincent really brought home the min- minimum salary play uh, lineups, and Precious Achua did the same thing as well. But KD and Jokic in a phenomenal matchup where they went back and forth all night, carried lineups to the top of the leaderboard on FanDuel, where we got an interesting finish headed up over there as well.
0: Yeah, I hope uh, if you checked out my NBA slate starter article, I write one of those every single day as well at the com site. And on the very last, like the bottom part, I always put in like my final thoughts for the DFS slate, where I kind of just like list off a bunch of things or like random thoughts. The very last paragraph was just play Kevin Durant. Just play him because he's Kevin Durant. And there are just certain players today between Jokic, between Embiid, between Durant. Like it seemed like there were so many studs that we've kind of been waiting to pop in some of these spots. Like if you played LeBron, AD, any other studs, but those three, like you're in a world of hurt because there were some massive, massive fantasy games put up alongside that uh, that Heat and Heat and Philly game on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, we'll see how the how, how the chips fall. Not having that game is going to make things very, very interesting. But you're not here to listen to us talk about Tuesday. You're here to. Here are thoughts about Wednesday. So we're gonna jump right into point guard and we're gonna go position by position like we always do. Uh, but before we get started, please just get down to that bottom bar, click subscribe, hit the like button, hit the notification bell so you, so you know when all of the stuff goes live over here at Osimo, and uh, it just helps us out a bunch and continues to be the thing to keep the lights on. So thank you for your support and let's get to it. So starting over at Point Guard, we're gonna go on FanDuel to start off today, uh, because there are positions there that kind of matter. Uh <laughs> In, in a lot of ways, there's less p- multi-positional eligibility. So uh, over on FanDuel, Luka Doncic sits up at 11-3. We're going to see a team that uh, we know p- more than likely Kristaps Porzingis is going to be back, considering he would have played on Monday. Uh, making sure Make sure you check that news early and often, because that game locks. It's the first lock time at 7 o'clock on the East Coast, 4 o'clock on the West Coast. So uh, so if that game doesn't go, you got to get it out of your lineup. So make sure you also catch the Live Before Lock show uh, that'll lead you right up right up until that tip off but luka doncic 11300 huge ceiling we know who that is uh damian lillard 9200 uh just continues to be a guy that you know is going to have a ceiling but he's he's actually uh listed as probable so uh no no issue with that ankle there and then trey young 8800 we're finally starting to see that price tag come down a little bit to account for a little bit lower usage uh, not really having those crazy big ceiling outputs like we saw in previous years um Just talk to me a little bit about this top end of point guard.
1: Yeah, the top end of point guard over there on FanDuel has definitely gotten some, it's obviously top heavy with Aluka, Dame Lillard uh, in a very favorable Sacramento matchup. Uh, They did blow out Sacramento a few nights ago. Lillard only played 30 minutes, put up 33 fantasy points last time out against them. Uh, Trey Young against Phoenix. I like Trey Young last time. In 25 minutes, he put up 44 fantasy points. Kind of went overlooked because that game blew out against the Sixers, but he was very productive in his 25 minutes. I'm going to like Trey Young uh, quite a bit because he's 8,800. It makes for a nice savings and pivot off of those top two guys over there. Chris LeVert now has point guard eligibility on uh, on FanDuel, which is really nice, 8,000 playing in Knicks matchup. He did come off the bench today, but he did still play 36 minutes. So I wasn't too concerned when he came off the bench. I know we had this conversation last night where – how do i like Levert? i like Levert off the bench just cuz he might get a little bit more run without kd i do ex- i do both ex- uh, i do expect him to still close games out for them uh that's pretty interesting uh to start off uh the top uh top end of the fandil uh Fandu point guards but i think lamella ball is still priced a little too low what's your opinion on that
0: uh, so I picked him up. I have a couple year long teams. So My dad and I have this, uh, father son year long team that we've done for 15 years, 15 years. I've been doing fantasy basketball and, uh, LaMelo ball was our first pickup after week one. I kind of saw that coming a little bit, but it's weird because in DFS, I've just kind of been off because his popularity just kept going up, up, up. But I'm just kind of buying in. I, I would rather that tag go up to like 7, 8K, sit up in these these higher tiers where you can play him and maybe get a little bit reduced ownership on him because some of these ceiling games, I mean, he is just filling up the stat sheet. I can't believe how great his rebounding numbers are. That's really the thing that really popped with with me with him. Uh, I'm shocked that a guy that's, that's that small and, and that light, uh, not that he's short, but uh, somebody that just is 180 pounds soaking wet, uh, can get up and board the way that he does. I mean, just massive, massive rebounding numbers. Uh, working our way down here, kind of into this mid-range. So I guess we should also touch base on the fact that Kyrie Irving's got that O-tag, and we have an entire week of uh, the artist, the artist as he likes to call himself, uh, Kyrie Irving, going to be sitting out for Brooklyn. So I like that Karis Levert gets that eligibility over at point guard. Uh, that kind of makes it a little bit more interesting because at shooting guard, he was such a plug-and-play for so long uh, without without Kyrie in the lineup. But um Just talk to me a little bit about Kyrie Irving and and what's going on with this situation as we move forward. And also, what can you expect from the Brooklyn Nets going forward? Is Kevin Durant just somebody that we need to play every single game? Because uh, at 10-1 over on FanDuel, he's going to be somebody who's going to be very, very popular coming off today.
1: Yeah, so everyone was like, where in the world is Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving was spotted on a Zoom call um, ahead of the Nets game earlier today. Um, The Manhattan District Attorneys uh, had a group uh zoom call and Kyrie Irving was spotted on that so I guess we have a Kyrie Irving spotting but it'll be some time before we get to play him in DFS and let alone the Nets can see him play on on their own team as he's still away for personal reasons we'll see how that ends up uh in the mid-tier yeah um over there on DraftKings uh hopping over the mid-tier has some nice options as well De'Aaron Fox is 7,400 I I like that quite a bit against Portland He showed great. He was fantastic. I don't know if you saw the posterization dunk he had to seal the game last time against Indiana. Mm. One of the best dunks of the year so far. Uh, I like uh, Chris Paul at 7,200. Chris Paul is playing pretty well. I know uh, he's just been a solid mid-30s, high-30s fantasy guy. 7,200, that floor is really nice against Atlanta. I'm going to like Chris Paul right now, the way things stand. But going all the way down, there's no Lonzo Baltimore. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is $3,100. Mm-hmm. I do expect mm-hmm. him to get in the mid-20 minutes, and I do think he'll end up being one of the more popular value, low, uh, value options with that salary. $3,100 point guard, shooting guard eligibility on DK. We're going to have to consider Nikhil Alexander-Walker for sure. And his cousin, Shea Gilchrist-Alexander-Walker. Lock- uh, Are they cousins? Came down to earth. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they're for cousins, real? yeah.
0: Sick. God, Rinpack, you know everything. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I had no idea.
1: Yeah. SGA playing the Lakers. A little, little tough matchup. He was pretty disappointing against the Spurs today. Only put up, I think, 31 fantasy points. But I, I think yeah. I'll avoid SGA against the Lakers. Uh, any other options on DK that specifically stand out to you? How about, about Christian James McCollum uh, coming oh, I mean, in? The, at-
0: one guy, the one guy I did want to bring up was Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Team preseason. Uh, this guy has popped in the last couple preseasons. He's somebody that just... He can fill it up when he gets going. The little guy, he's got some games. So uh, with Lonzo Ball out, when that news came across, uh, him and all of my Pelicans got so much more interesting. Again, not a fan, just a fan. So uh, so I'm looking forward to, to being able to jam a bunch of them tomorrow. Uh, otherwise, just kind of looking down on the bottom on DraftKings, It's it's pretty pretty gross. It's pretty hairy down there. Uh, 4,500 on FanDuel, Austin Rivers is playing big minutes. Uh, it's kind of got like a different role, 37 minutes in the last game, uh, for against Charlotte, only 19.3 FanDuel, uh, FanDuel points. So, uh, I'm, I'm happy to go back to the well on him there. Just all those guys that are just getting all this crazy run for, for New York until somebody like Alec Burks or somebody gets back and gets healthy. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think he's scheduled to come back for a while still uh, with that ankle injury. So Austin Rivers, he's he's another guy who's, who's a decent enough punt. Um, anybody else can keep ourselves moving? Yeah, 5,300 on DraftKings, no interest in Austin Rivers letting it be known.
1: I do think it's time to move on to the shooting guard position when we start <laughs> talking about Austin Rivers. What do you think?
0: I, I would agree. Yeah, no, I'm a sick person. Here we are. Uh, CJ McCollum, 9,200 over on FanDuel. Uh, he's just a bonkers bonkers individual at the moment uh I like the staggered minutes going back and forth with Dame Lillard uh that that whole uh Stotts comment about like they want him to be an all-star uh CJ McCollum to be an all-star this season so many reasons to be bullish on him still going forward 9200 I keep not playing him I keep not playing him I keep regretting it so uh don't don't be Eric and and just play CJ McCollum in some lineups uh have a little bit there Uh, I'm going to try to get myself on it too. Uh, Paul George, 9K. Shea Gilgis-Alexander coming off of a super disappointing game today uh, in a San Antonio matchup that I was pretty excited about that game being a little bit contrarian and had a little bit more pieces than I would have liked uh, coming off of that when when really Patty Mills was the only guy. Him and LaMarcus Aldridge were, were kind of the only two you maybe wanted from that entire game. Uh, but Devin Booker, 7,800 against Atlanta. That's really where my eyes kind of go to, and it, it, it's going to be popular over on FanDuel, but uh, let's cover a little bit of these shooting guards up top.
1: Yeah, up top, obviously, we got L- L- CJ, Paul George, SGA. Um, my favorite is probably going to be CJ. We saw what CJ did against Sacramento in 29 minutes, put up 50 fantasy points. I like that, and then... I think I'm going to be off of SGA. I don't like playing guys against the Lakers. It's just a, such a tough matchup. Uh, An 8,800 is a, kind of a steep price tag for SGA. We were playing him when he was 6,800, low sevens, mid sevens. Now this is kind of too high for me. Way more I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to prefer his cousin <laughs> quite a bit tomorrow. Uh, he's all the way priced down, I believe, yeah. 3,800 on FanDuel. So yep. uh, we should definitely consider it. Uh, He'll be not popular. Hard. I don't
0: care. And not, I'm not. I'm not like some massive chalk donkey. But like, I love good chalk. I feel like Nikhil Alexander is a guy that I'm going to want in a lot of lineups tomorrow. I was, I was very curious what that tag would be when that Lonzo news came out today.
1: Yeah, but, it's going to be interesting to see what him and uh, Bruce Brown Jr.'s ownership coming at. They're both. Uh, uh, Bruce Brown Jr. 3500 put up 34 fantasy points today, and Nikhil Alexander Walker 3800. So it'll be an interesting ownership game to play to see who comes up on top throughout the day. Uh, I think it's the uh it's the daily uh, Buddy Hill segment. I okay. at 5k, he put up 28 fantasy points. Stop he listening. got 11 shot attempts. Stop. He put up six threes. Nope. Uh, nope. Buddy Hill's gonna have a 40 point fantasy game. Someday, someday, no, not. someday.
0: You know when that day is going to be? When he's in the G League and G League ends up getting DFS. Like that's going to be. That's when the Oklahoma product comes to play. Is when he gets run against these garbage games that don't matter. I think that might be part of the issue. Is he's not getting garbage run, and Sacramento hasn't been down twenty for him to come in off the bench and just put up forty five. Like I don't know. It's just so weird in this starting lineup. Him not getting any of the usage, not making anything, not really filling up the box score at all. Uh, part of it is though the emergence of Harrison Barnes. I, I mean, this is, this is a guy that I played pickup ball with at Iowa at Iowa state when he was a uh, 15, 16 years old, just murdering us. It was so funny. Uh, but he's, he's originally from Ames, Iowa uh, for those of you guys who don't know, but he was just an unbelievable person to watch and kind of went through the ups and downs when he was at North Carolina uh, being the number one high school product coming into that or coming out of that class. And then just, kind of he wanted title with golden state kind of bounced around a little bit but like this is the best version of harrison barnes i've probably seen since that golden state title team when you know he was a nice piece for for golden state um so with buddy healed it's just hard for for me to get on that when harrison barnes is at a small forward position where i can plug him in in some lineups and get just just ride the wave i guess um not that he won't garner ownership but yeah Body Hill we'll will get going one of these days, but uh one guy that I'm looking at down there at the bottom he he had a tough outing last time, uh but cam reddish at forty five hundred I expect him to garner some ownership, but I like that Phoenix game. I know Phoenix is a lot better defensively again, chris Paul, for whatever reason i don't i haven't that might be something I look into a little bit tonight uh to figure out how Chris Paul just affects some of these teams. he did it at, at Oklahoma City last year, and then this year they're just so much better defensively. I know they got the doors blown off them last game, but uh yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to have some interest still in Cam Reddish against that Phoenix Suns team. So, anybody else?
1: Yeah, I think we can definitely consider Eric Bledsoe and possibly JJ Redick, and depending on what that New Orleans starting lineup looks like, Bledsoe's guy I expect I expect him to get more ball handling duties with Alonzo ball there. 5300 makes for a fine price tag. And hopping over the DK, Bledsoe comes in at uh 5800. That's fine price tag for Bledsoe as well. Uh, Other options to consider over there in DK, I think we can consider Josh Jackson, shooting guard, $4,500. Makes for a fine option. I think we can potentially also consider a... uh, Where'd he go? I think we can consider $3,300 Bruce Pound Jr. over there as well. Anyone else who stands out to you on DK pricing?
0: That kind of covers it. Uh, it Stands out in a bad way, because I've I've been trying to throw in a couple of fades here and there. If you play Hamadou Diallo tomorrow... If you play him at that increased tag, what is he? Fifty six hundred over on Fanduel. Just uh, you're not going to like any of my analysis going forward because I have no interest in that. Uh, he's he's been shooting a little bit above board, and so I'm uh, I'm going to be getting off there. I I don't know what his tag is over on, on DK, but it can't be. Any more ridiculous than what it is over on FanDuel at 5,600. So no interest there. Uh, you've got a pivot of Tyrese Halliburton, 5,400, who continues to play in that 28 to 30 minute range. So somebody that can pop it upside at some point again here, too. Uh, but otherwise, I'm ready to keep moving. Let's do it. Nice. And before I do, the NBA packages starting at $4.95 per week. Uh, all you got to do is go to slash join NBA. Uh, also, uh, going back to the YouTube deal, we're at forty eight thousand YouTube subscribers making the push for 50k. 50k. Uh I know we're I'm new to the game. I'm new to the game here at Osmo, but it's just an unbelievable brand that uh that everybody's been able to keep keep going. Like I I can't believe how great the quality of it like the quality of the analysts between Adam Shearer, between Greg Ehrenberg, between like everybody that's that's been just riding this wave up to the top to 50k. So please click the subscribe button and keep us moving up in an uh going up 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 up. So, uh it's been it's been a fun it's been a fun thing to track. So, uh, hope, hopefully we get there here before the Super Bowl, but uh but yeah, go down and and click that click that subscribe button for us. Uh over at small forward, starting over on FanDuel again. Uh, Kevin Durant 10-1 nuclear. Just went completely nuts. He's pretty good at basketball and you should continue to play him. He's underpriced for the role that he is on this team probably 101 uh obviously new york it's going to be a little bit slower paced than what we saw today i mean that that game just was him and jokic just going at each other it was it was enjoyable not that they were guarding each other or anything but like like it was, it was the Jokic and, and Durant show. And it's, it's fun to see him. It sounds like he's going to be playing on this back-to-back. So uh again, keep track of the news, but he, it seems like systems are going to be go for him for the first back-to-back, I think in a while. So, uh so I'm excited to see that coming off of all of his injuries. Uh 9,900 LeBron James, who basically got to rest the entire fourth quarter as they blew the doors off Houston today. Kawhi Leonard, 9,200 against the Pelicans. Uh I... I do not mind that number. I I think he's the more fantasy relevant guy between him and Paul George going forward. Even if the box scores haven't really shown that up to this point, maybe if he got the mask off his face, that might help him shoot a little better. So uh, anyway, who are you looking at at the top end of small forward?
1: Uh, Three great options, but I'm going to like KD. Um, As long as uh, Kyrie Irving is going to be away, I think I I can write KD for quite a bit. Uh, 10-1 seems like... $1,000 too cheap over there on FanDuel. But I think LeBron and Kawhi make refined pivots. They could easily outscore um, KD uh, in the sense, uh, let's say if Brooklyn blows out the Knicks, KD might not need to play the um, fourth quarter. Keep in mind, it's a back-to-back. So maybe there's some minutes monitoring Steve Nash does, but Kevin Durant said he plans to play tomorrow. I like KD. Uh, Gordon Hayward, 7,800, was exceptional last time against the uh, Knicks put up 42 fantasy points you'll say 42 fantasy points at that price tag i think we can also consider Brandon Ingram 8800 yeah. uh, what a great I recommendation
0: what a great recommendation i want you to a do steady, it steady <laughs> i le- i omitted him just, on purpose
1: <laughs> he's just a steady 45 fantasy uh 40 low 40s he can uh, get you 50 fantasy points i think we can definitely consider that and we know what his upside can definitely be. RJ Barrett just gets the uh, Thibodeau minutes up, uh, upwards of a high 30 minutes. He'll take that so at 6,300. And uh, in terms of value, Josh Jackson checks in at 4,800. And uh, keep in mind, Monty Williams is going to change. Uh, he's considering a change in the starting five. I, it might include a Cameron Johnson insertion. Maybe Jay Crowder goes to the bench, potentially. I uh, That's what I'm considering might happen cam johnson comes in at 4300 and i like cam johnson he's a sharp shooter he was very very good in the bubble for them i, I he's kind of started off slow this season but if cam johnson's gonna get 30 minutes i'll take a uh, 4300 hundred dollar cam johnson
0: i love it yeah dario Saric might be the other candidate for that and he's at 3800 20 minutes um you know he's generally come off the bench there too but uh yeah, Cameron Johnson would be an awesome play there in that spot. Uh, left the Brandon Ingram call. You're so sharp. I can't believe it. Uh, going down further, uh, I'm still going to have some interest in Gordon Hayward. 7,800. Uh, as long as that Dallas game goes, that Charlotte and Dallas game, Gordon Hayward is unbelievable. I I, I can't believe how good his rates are uh, on the Charlotte team. I love... All the things that I've seen with him uh, back when he was in Boston, when he had Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, and Jason Tatum off the floor, he's just like a high 1.4, 1.5 fantasy point per minute guy. Uh, And he's starting to just kind of like get on a little bit of a heater. Like he can kind of get those heat checks going. Uh, Honestly, I was surprised that he ended up only finishing with 43.75 up against New York the other night. I guess it got a little out of hand. Um, But he he was really, really hot there early. I think he had 28 first half points. Uh, something close to that, uh, like real-life points, not fantasy points. So somebody to go back to. Uh, I'm kind of glad that, that that number didn't completely go ballistic because otherwise you would have seen a big increase in his price tag. So still depressed down there a little bit at 7800 on both sites. Uh, working our way down, I did say Harrison Barnes earlier. This is a different kind of Harrison Barnes that we're watching right now. 37 minutes last game, 30 points, 8 boards, 44.6 FanDuel points. Uh, so somebody that I'm going to have a ton of interest in, in for, those, for those late Hammer games. Uh, that Portland-Sacramento game should be moving. So, uh, so yeah, Lillard, McCollum, Barnes, uh, Buddy Healed If you're so inclined uh, to feel to feel very very risky, as long as he's healthy enough to go. Uh, but if he if Buddy Healed sits, uh, not that it would add any more to that 37 minutes, but that's for sure something that is going to be a big upgrade to that game and and something that you want to be a part of. So. Uh, Josh Hart at 5,400 on DraftKings, another guy that I kind of have my eye on, Uh, might be able to handle a little bit of ball handling duty. Uh, He's he's done it in the past, but for me, one of the impressive things about him is for an undersized guy at small forward or uh, power forward, he he boards the ball really well. So he has double-double upside every time he steps on the court, and he's had a couple of those already this year. So somebody that I'm going to have some interest in down there too in that Pelicans game without Lonzo Ball, where I think everybody's rebounding rate should have a slight tick up. So anybody else that you're thinking about?
1: No, I think we could definitely consider a uh in terms of value options. I, I had mentioned Josh Jackson earlier. Maybe uh oh what's his name? Uh maybe Marcus Morris. He played uh, twenty five minutes against <laughs> Chicago last time. Yeah. Uh Marcus the Morris man. Uh, Oh man. Yeah. I if he um if he doesn't pull his antics like his twin brother did and doesn't get tossed, I think we can consider Marcus Morris they for sure. They both have
0: antics; they're just who they are. You know, you know what you're getting. You want them on your team. You don't. You don't want to play him, I think is kind of the as, way it goes. As Charles as Charles Barkley
1: says, you don't want to mess with the Morris boys. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, them in Phoenix, they were definitely they were something, they were something else. So, uh McHale Bridges last guy that I'll I'll kind of give the perk. He burned everybody the other night against Washington. So, uh ended up just playing 24 minutes in that in that Blow out, just bad game in general, only 23 fan duel points coming off of a big outing. So uh, I'm, I love going back to the well on some of these guys that people would be down on again, watch that starting lineup come out. If cam Johnson's the guy, I'll have a lot less interest, but uh, again, G Crowder, if he ends up going to the bench suite and it would still be Macal bridges, I got to think he's going to still be in the starting unit uh, because of how good his defensive prowess is. So uh, that's kind of it. at small forward. Don't you think?
1: I agree. Uh, yeah. Power forward position. Let's start it.
0: Yeah, sitting at the top, as always, uh, my my favorite tournament play on the board pretty much every single time here until he decides to put up an 80 spot, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, sitting at 10,600 over on DraftKings, 11,000 over on FanDuel. The problem is, as always, it's how many games can you play against Detroit? How many times have they played Detroit this year? Like... I feel like all they did was play it. Yeah. Back-to-back games against Detroit. And then they played Cleveland and Orlando. They just haven't played anything like super competitive here. And eventually, I mean, maybe this isn't necessarily the spot to say, yeah, this is going to be competitive. Um, but all of their games just seem to like get a little bit out of hand in some spot. Uh, he hasn't played over 30, 36 minutes in his last five games, last five outings. So doesn't matter. He's, <laughs> he's Giannis and he has some of the highest rates in fantasy basketball. So uh I'm going to have him in a lot of lineups still. I just refuse. I'm stubborn, so I'm going to keep paying for it. Kevin Durant over at 9400 on on DraftKings. He's power forward only over there. So 9400 should be one of the most popular dudes to play. Just play him. It's not that hard. Uh make it happen. Uh Julius Randle 9100, uh New York. He's kind of been sliding down uh a little bit. It's it's been it's been interesting. Uh the Knicks have not been playing good ball the last 3 after uh, everybody, including Wob, were going nuts for the Knicks and 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 riding the wave. It's it's come crashing down to earth the last three with uh, with them failing to break ninety points in a single game. I'm starting to think that maybe Julius Randle shouldn't be the focal point of that offense. But that's just a guess. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the guys up top, and if you have any concerns on Randle.
1: I don't have any concerns on Randle. I think uh, last game they just got blown out and. 30 minutes of Randall. i expect him to play 38 minutes 36 minutes whatever Tibbs wants to give out randall randall's gonna get it i think uh Giannis makes a fine option Ten-six on dk 11k on Fanduel could be the easiest easily the highest scoring player on the slate by north of 10 points it could definitely happen and we're you're gonna need a you already put up 43 real uh real life points against uh, detroit in a matchup er- earlier in the season so that definitely happened. And then Detroit's kind of been a team that doesn't get blown out too easily. They'll hang in there until like the three-minute, two-minute mark, and then they'll the other teams will uh, hit some threes and they'll become a double-digit de- uh, deficit loss. So keep in mind, uh, with Giannis, just know the blowout could be on the table like we saw last night. again, or Was that last night? Yeah, last night against yep. Orlando. Yep. So that could definitely happen. Anthony Davis, 9,800 in a pure savings play. I always am a big fan of rostering Anthony Davis. I always tend to be over the field on him. Zion Williamson against this Clipper matchup, obviously, in very interesting play. It's just his minutes are 34 and around like the uh, low 30s and whatnot. And he's just not performing at the greatest rates. I think we could project him in this matchup around the mid 30 fantasy points. I'm okay with that. Not awfully too high on it. We'll see what ends up happening with news and whatnot, and what that starting lineup might look like with Zion uh, out. Uh, sorry, with Lonzo out. I think, I think maybe we'll see maybe a, a small bump. I have to look into the rates and whatnot, what the off-on numbers are. Mm-hmm. Porzingis is 8K. I'll be off of Porzingis um, on FanDuel, especially. I think there's some better options to save money on and pay up for. I think we can always consider a, not always, sorry, a $6,100 Blake Griffin. He played 30 minutes. Don't always
0: consider that. Yeah. No, 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 no.
1: But Blake Griffin just, yeah, in the spot, I think we can definitely consider Blake Griffin. Who stands out to you on DK that has power forward eligibility? I know you mentioned KD, and um, it seems like just an absolute smash play, but KD seems to garner quite a bit of ownership over there.
0: Well, you can't play everybody owned. I, I do definitely know that. But uh, Blake Griffin, I like that called the piggyback on top of that. We just saw Iron Gordon and Nick Nikola Vucevic, who I, I just never get that name right. Uh, Nikola Vucevic uh, completely destroy the Bucks down low, which I found to be pretty interesting. Uh, and in a loss, in a in a kind of like semi blowout loss. So I'm going to have definitely definitely some interest in Blake Griffin there too. Um, there's really just no other horses to really look at. Like there's unlimited potential for him to go out and just get a hold of a game at some point. So I'll continue to invest there too. Uh, Somebody over on FanDuel that I kind of have my eyes on is Nas Reed at 4,700 if Carl Anthony Towns is ruled out. Uh, We don't know what that situation is going to be with his wrist, but he's a high fantasy point per minute guy. And what I found really, really encouraging was the 29 minutes of run last game. So he was getting a little bit of extended minutes there. I'm not sure if Ed Davis was in foul trouble or not. That's something I'll have to go back and take a look at as well. So you go and check the uh, on-off tool and I'll go check the popcorn machine.net. We'll meet in the middle on our, on our analysis tomorrow for each other uh, for <laughs> doesn't help the people out too much. I apologize. So, but Nas Reed, 4,700, something that I'm definitely going to have interest in tomorrow. So long as Carl Anthony towns is out. uh want to Gomez still 4,400. I'm not going to go chasing that big game there. Uh, his rates are coming back to earth, uh, even though he's getting 22, 27 minutes, his last two. So pass there as well. Uh, and then kind of one other piece to look at. So, i i know that uh we have porzingis coming back but i could see porzingis playing a little bit of five here too and doing whatever else james johnson is somebody that like on the if you needed like the pure punt um i guess his price came up to 4200 on FanDuel, so perhaps not actually i lied that was an absolute lie so i'm taking that one back we're gonna flip it zip it and reverse it or whatever that is the yeah, that's that's nerdy. That's all I have for you. 7,700 Zion Williamson. My last call. Power forward. Uh, love it. Uh, love having Lonzo off the floor again. Just a little bit of a rebounding uh, uptick for every single person in that lineup with with Lonzo Ball off the floor. Uh, not that Lonzo Ball, his assist rate had gone down quite a bit with Brandon Ingram taking a lot more of the ball-handling duties this year. So, uh, but Zion, 7,700, just waiting for that big game. And uh, John Collins, last guy, 7,200. So guys more up in that mid-range. I, I like that little mid-range of like 7K on FanDuel. That's a very intriguing spot for me at the position. But that's about all I got for you for right now. Uh, do not play... Do not play Jared Vanderbilt. I just, I, I can't believe he was popular the other day. Like, what is going on? I mean, he's just not going to play over 20 minutes. And I get that he's a high fantasy point-per-minute guy, but it's just so hard for him to get on top of those minutes. I, I just don't see it happening. So don't play him. He's my fade there. Uh, anybody else? I just went on a roll there.
1: No, definitely. I think you had some valid points. I know uh, you were talking about James Johnson, but I think fine pivot is uh, Dario Sarge. Just keep in mind what Monty Williams was going to do with that starting lineup. I'll be shocked if they end up starting Dario Sarge in that lineup, especially maybe they do it against Atlanta to match up with the Collins Capella front court. I could see it. And, uh, and Sarge comes in at 3,800 on DK 4,100 on FanDuel. I think we can go there, but Robert Covington 4,800 against Sacramento. Great, great uh, value play. I think personally uh, for Portland, uh, in that Sacramento matchup. I, I like that quite a bit. I think we can consider a 7K John Collins on DK. I, I think that I, I, I like that decent amount. I know Collins hasn't been playing many minutes because they just have been kind of in blowouts, but I think there's going to be an eruption spot coming for Collins sometime soon.
0: I love the call. Let's take it home. Going to center. Uh, bringing it up to the top on on FanDuel. Uh, excuse me. Carl uh, anthony Towns is at ten five. He is the highest-priced center on FanDuel. I didn't know if uh, you had seen the center position yet. By thirty-five, sorry, by thirty-three hundred. Hashtag math. Uh, he is the <laughs> by 3300. He is by far and away the most expensive center on the board. So center is going to be a really really fun position over on over on FanDuel tomorrow. That you're going to have to kind of get right because there, everybody's going to be jammed in ownership in those little middle tiers, and uh, especially if Cat gets ruled out, it's going to get it's going to get interesting. There's going to be some value to to be had at the center position uh, just by default because everybody's lower priced at, at that at that position. Uh, Jared Allen 7200. Uh, somebody that played all right in the last couple, but like today, 35 minutes with Kevin Durant on the floor. I'm assuming I'm going to go back and look, but his rates are definitely, definitely down the last two games, uh, as is his fantasy production. So, so that's kind of a, that's a big price to pay. Now that Kevin Durant's the guy who's, who's the main ball handler and starter of the offense in Brooklyn, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 6,900 Steven Adams, all the way up to 6,800, which is kind of eye popping, but playing those mid thirties minutes, uh, Somebody to maybe take a couple of shots on. Uh, talk to me a little bit about center.
1: I'm going to love Cat if he plays. Uh, I think I, I hope he does play. I think you can easily project Cat for low 50 fantasy points in this Memphis matchup. Uh, I'm going to try to find a way to spend up for him there. I lo- I I hope they just like rule him questionable. And if he's ruled in, uh, even like if that game is starting post lock, yeah, I'm going to like Cat at. A, I think he'll ownership will come in at a discount. Cat's just like when he plays and he's playing north of thirty minutes, he's just one of the most consistent guys in the league. I, I I'm a big cat fan in terms of DFS to roster and to
0: add to that too, I, he had the minutes limit last game and played thirty seven. So let that be yeah. known the the minutes. Like if he comes out and plays, there should be no apprehension that he's going to be full go. Like he'll be full go. So uh, mm-hmm. continue on.
1: Keep in mind, uh, Yusuf Nurkic is questionable uh, with a quad injury. If he is out, I do expect Enis Kanter to start over there, and Kanter at fifty on, one will become then. a very enticing play for sure. Mm-hmm. But there,
0: go ahead. Sorry, no, it just it stuttered there for a second. Continue on. You're you're doing great. It just froze on me for a second. Uh, keep on rolling.
1: <laughs> no, th- there. Oh. They played Carmelo Anthony at the five last time out. I don't expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. So keep that. Um, that That's what Terry Stotts did. I think it could happen again. Not too sure. Uh, I think we could consider a uh, $6,700 DeAndre Ayton, where he really disappointed us um, last time out against a very favorable Washington matchup. Ayton has been very disappointing to start the year. He's shown spurts within the games of nice upside, but man, he hasn't scored north of 40 fantasy points this year yet. And I I don't think that's going to, I don't think that's going to last for too long. I think there's going to be a spot where he does pretty well against. um, So just trying to buy low on D under eight and maybe the field is off of him. I, Rashawn Holmes was phenomenal when he just came in at point point one percent 0.1% own played 36 minutes. Um, I I will like Rashawn Holmes even even more if Nurkic is up.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the big focal points of this slate. So I guess something we'll we'll get into more as we keep going. We always try to like incorporate a little bit of theory into it, but that's the Nighthammer game. Like that's both of those or both of those center plays, both Cantor and possibly Hassan Whiteside, if if Holmes doesn't go, uh, they become <laughs> they become awesome plays. I, I would have interest if Nurkic and uh, Holmes both got ruled in. I would have interest there if they both get ruled out. You obviously just want to get as much Whiteside and Cantor as you can. So that's something to, to keep in mind for your roster spots, especially on DraftKings where you can kind of like make more pivots. It's not a direct, like, you have to play somebody who's 2K less uh, over at center, if Holmes gets ruled out uh, by playing Whiteside and just eating that salary, but on DraftKings, there's definitely going to be pivots and options that you can make work. So, tool around with that a little bit, especially if you're mmeing. Make sure that you can kind of like leave enough salary to get off of them. But like, if if Holmes plays, you just saw what he is capable of doing. 35 minutes and just going completely nuts and yeah, I'll have a lot of a lot of interest if he decides to play. Um, somebody down there. I know this is just another gross spot, but if we're going to have interest in Blake Griffin, you got to have a little bit of interest in Mason Plumley, uh, fifty or 5900 over on FanDuel. I, I'm not like in love with it, but there's ways to get a little bit different, especially over on FanDuel. If he were to outperform and like spike some kind of a rebounding upside, I'm not saying that he's Aaron Gordon or uh, Nikola v- or that he's Vooch, but like, um, Somebody that could definitely still spike an upside and is going to get the run there if that game stays remotely close. And Al Horford, 5,500, definitely going to be my fade down there. I I didn't enjoy today having too much of him. And uh, against the Lakers, that's just a definite no for me uh, as they've been pretty darn good against centers. So uh, anybody else to round out the position?
1: I think we can always consider Mitchell Robinson, especially on Fando, just because those blocks are have more value over there. Mitchell Robinson can easily pick up five, six blocks, similar to Jared Allen uh, as well. So those are uh, some potential low-owned options. I wanted to ask you, any interest in the Washington center situation? They're going to need him against Gobert. We have uh, Robin Lopez. We have Mo Bogner. Uh, do you have a strong lean on either away, either pro Bogner or Robin Lopez? Yeah,
0: not really. I mean, I played mo Wagner, just out of necessity for value, the last slate you could make maybe make the make the case that that 's a thing that you could do um, yeah not not a ton of interest there i mean i don't where's Washington on this slate i don 't see washington.
1: Did I miss this yeah
0: I don't think I don't think Washington's on the slate honestly that's the first time oh. either one of us have ever done this so uh, you know what <laughs> you know what that
1: game got postponed
0: that's what it was okay I was gonna yeah. say you might have you might have saw that and, and taken note of that earlier but uh, I played Mo Wagner as a little bit of a punt before but uh, honestly you know what we we're three weeks into NBA basically now and that's the first time that that's happened where we recommended a play who wasn't on the slate so uh, if you had the over under at 21 and a half days uh, cash your tickets on the under. <laughs> You just got it. So uh, anybody else that we're looking to finish up with at center that's on this slate? Well,
1: <laughs> keep in mind that game has been postponed. So forget what I was saying about <laughs> Wagner. and. Uh, you had, I, I had I great analysis,
0: like... though. It was great. I, it was best yeah. analysis I gave all day.
1: I, I, lo- I love Carl Anthony Towns. I love Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is $9,000. Uh, on DK, come on, like $9,000 Anthony Davis, he hasn't been that cheap in a long long time, so give me cat give me AD, Uh, let's ride
0: let's ride, and with that we are done with today's edition of the Slate Starter went a little bit longer, 38 minutes today, but uh, hope that you got something great out of it today, if you could again on the way out, just hit subscribe, hit the like button uh, and we're we're just going to keep this ship rolling, we'll see you again tomorrow Uh, good luck to you, Rinpack. any final words?
1: Good luck, everybody. Check out all the awesomo.com programming and content, and make sure to follow at NBA to me on top of all the news throughout the association that happens. Thanks for joining us again.
0: All right, and with that, we are out. Good luck, everybody.